This is an out loud recording of one of our latest YouTube videos. To find us, go to youtube.com slash reddit readers or click the link in the description below. Hey everyone, and welcome to another post from r slash ask reddit. It's a subreddit where anyone can ask a question and the most interesting questions get upvoted at the top. And then within those questions, there are comments that answer the question and the most interesting comments get upvoted at the top as well. So we're going to read a question to you today and the most interesting comments we found for that question. Today's post, what's the worst I don't fit in here experience you've ever had? In 2007, I went to what I thought was my first AA meeting. It was being held in a church, and when I walked into where the meeting was supposed to take place, there were five or six other men sitting down. I took a seat, and after a couple of moments passed, the meeting starts. If my memory is correct, I was asked to introduce myself, so I said, My name is blah blah blah, and I'm an alcoholic. After a few moments, one of the men let me know that I was at a Sex Addicts Anonymous meeting. I apologized and left. Felt really weird about it at the time, but now I just laugh about it. Went on the company ski trip, which sounds posher than it actually is, and we have to pay for it out of our wages. Had to sit on a dinner table with the heads of the company and some other high up people from different companies, and the stuff they were talking about in terms of leisure activities were well out of my league. When you try to join the conversation and you get a patronizing smile from one of them who doesn't engage with you, the conversation dries up pretty quickly. Finished my dinner and flipped off to the bar. My first holiday in foster care was Christmas, 2010. I was 14 years old, a freshman in high school. I missed my family and I didn't know anyone there except my foster parents. I felt completely like an alien amongst 50 people. I was young, scared, and alone. I went on my phone and my foster mom raised her voice and told me to get off. That made me snap and I started tearing up so I went outside in the cold to cry by myself so I wouldn't make a scene. I cried behind a car in the dark in the snow that fell a few days prior. This old man comes outside and calmly talks to me. He tells me that he used to be in foster care too. I don't remember what he said exactly, but he made me laugh and feel a little better. That old man turned out to be who I would call Grandpa Ernie a few years down the road. He passed away a couple springs ago. He always made sure everyone felt welcomed and always would break tension or silence with a joke that made everyone laugh. He went through his own hell growing up and he did his best to make sure no one else had to. I'm in my late 20s and going to the same clothing stores I've been going to for over a decade, seeing 12 plus year old girls, feeling lost, not knowing where to shop. My casual clothes have literally not changed since I was a teen. My professional wardrobe is so different from my casual clothes that it looks like two different guys in my closet. How many guys are actually in the closet at your place? The casual guy got out of the closet. I watched a lot of Pokemon when I was like eight. I went to a local anime convention and I was so confused and awkward. Everyone was in cosplay and talking about anime and I just sat there looking at my Pokemon cards all depressed. Same thing happened to me. I was like 11 and my mom took me to one of the VGCs in the area. I was so flippin' pumped, I spent the whole car ride getting ready and putting the finishing touches on my team. But then I got there and I was so uncomfortable. I'm honestly not even really sure why. I just hated it and the people were bothering me. I think I expected to be around a bunch of other kids my age, 
but there were a lot of adults there instead. I ended up sitting on the ground and doing homework at some point because it was just too much for me. I did make it to the quarterfinals in the junior division, but my heart wasn't in it. It's funny, as an adult I don't go to these events because I'm worried it'll be all kids. I have a sort of reverse story of this. I was 16 years old and had never been to any Pokemon events because my small hometown wasn't big enough or had any geeky gatherings or anything. So I only played cards with my siblings or close friends who, at this time, had all moved on to Yu-Gi-Oh. My dad told me one of his coworkers was taking his daughter to this event like two hours away. It would have Pokemon trainers battle on the games and with their cards and he asked me if I wanted to go. Of course I said yes. He taught me to drive his manual pickup truck in the following week leading up to the event and loaned it to me and gave me $200 to cover gas, food, any entry fees and for some merch. I was so incredibly excited I could barely contain myself. I listened to the Pokemon first movie soundtrack CD the entire drive. Got to the event and signed up. The lady at the front kept giving me this weird look. I signed up for all the battles and card game events. I remember one of the events was like coloring activity book or something and like a charades about pretending to be a Pokemon or something. I thought it was kind of weird, but whatever. Then I went in the area, it was being held and my stomach dropped. It was just kids with their parents, like eight to 10 year olds only. None of them really knew how to play the card game and just had really badly designed decks. The game matches were all 6 on 6 at level 100, no restrictions on anything. So most teams were just legendaries with no EVs and random assortment of moves. It was like beating up children. Parents weren't happy that I was there. I wasn't happy that I was there. The kids weren't happy that I was there. I even got told by one of the moms that I was being disrespectful wearing booty shorts and small t-shirt. I was obviously dressed up as Misty. I was mortified and I more or less cried the entire way home. I'm a white guy who's into alt-rock and I had some Jamaican friends at work. They invited me to a basement party they called a splash. Exactly like what you see in the Sean Paul Get Busy video. I loved it and everyone was very cool, but man did I feel like I stuck out. I had the same experience in reverse. I'm Indian American and once in college some frat was holding a fundraiser for some cause I thought was neat. So that weekend I show up at the frat house for the event. Things feel kinda off, but like I can't put my finger on it. After a bit, I realized that was the first time in a very long time I'd ever been in a room of just white people. Obviously there's nothing wrong with that, and people were super welcoming, but like, it was really weird how strange it felt to stick out. I totally get where you're coming from, it's a really weird experience. Wanted to learn to play guitar. Found out about a class for beginner sessions for adults. Call up. They say, yeah, come along. We have a mixed group and we will see you in the morn. Great. Turn up to this little church-like building and head in. Guy says, you must be blah, 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 me, 27 to 28 at the time. Take a seat and we'll get going in a minute. Please note, I'm first to arrive and the seats were tiny, but I didn't think anything of it at the time. Just assumed it was what was available. Next minute, a group of small children rush in and take their places, about five to six years old, with their guitars. Teacher starts taking the lesson. I'm obviously feeling awkward as I'm like Tom Hanks and big and wanting to get out as soon as possible, but too polite to just get up and walk out. Teacher then announces that we will be getting up on stage at the end to show what we've learned. 
Please note, all these little shits are ten times better than me, but I'm committed now, and maybe it won't be so bad. Until the door opens, and all of the parents walk in to watch the show. So there I was, sitting on a little chair with my knees higher than my head, strumming along to some tune I couldn't play, surrounded by five to six-year-olds, and parents looking at me with that face you know wants to laugh. My mom and dad have been divorced since I was eight years old, so 20 years. My dad has a girlfriend who he's recently moved in with. She has adult children and young grandchildren. Anyway, it was my dad's birthday a little while ago, and I went over to see him, and over the time I was there, more of his girlfriend's family turned up. I didn't fit in, my dad has kept us very separate until the last 12 months, and I've worked really hard on my relationship with my dad over the last few years. But I'd thought he wasn't able to give me the relationship I wanted to have with him, and I'd come to terms that that is how he is. Except it's not how he is. At all. Because he has that relationship with his partner's children and grandkids, and I sat there feeling ridiculously out of place. I didn't fit in. He only lives 25 minutes away, but they've all made very little effort with me, but they all see each other a lot. I didn't fit in, and I left after four hours. Driving back to my home with tears in my eyes, wondering why I was so upset. And then I realized it's because, once again, it's just another situation where I don't fit in. And I'm not gonna lie, that little eight-year-old girl inside of me cried a lot for a week or so. It was by far the worst I-don't-fit-in-here experience I've had yet. It broke my heart a little, actually. Sorry for rambling, I guess I kinda kept that to myself. My parents were married for 25 plus years, then divorced. Dad needed someone to take care of him, so remarried less than two years later to someone he knew for, oh, three months. My brother and I were continually asked at their wedding celebration who we were, and then when we'd answer, we'd get genuinely surprised responses. People have no chill. We ruined their wedding pics by looking as mad and upset as we felt. Oh well. I just dropped everything to pursue a career in art. It's been my dream to open up a shop and to just make things and paint. I've been drawing all of my life, and I'm honestly not bad. A few weeks ago, I joined a local artist's collective. The first meeting we were showing our art, and my heart dropped. Everyone had these gallery-level social justice pieces, and there I was with my greeting card and wedding art. I've always struggled with confidence and imposter syndrome, but that hit me hard just how out of my league this group was. I'm staying in it because I think it will challenge me to expand and grow, but damn do I feel incompetent every time I see them. I know this feeling, and I don't do wedding and greeting card stuff. I think the majority of artists have imposter syndrome. For myself, I look at paintings I did a year ago and can see how far I've come. I have to focus on how much I am improving instead of how skilled other people are. A friend invited me to a party at his friend's place. Everyone was dressed in animal masks. Not as in furries, this was like black tie formal, but with people wearing realistic giraffe masks. My friend seemed confused that I was dressed normally. I do not speak to him anymore. I still don't know what the deal with that place was. I would be so pumped to wear like a ball gown and a dollar store flamingo mask. It sounds so cryptic and hilarious. I was invited to one of those parties once, keyword being invited as the friend at least was courteous enough to explain what kind of party it was going to be, to which I politely declined. 
So the fact that he didn't even inform you of the nature of the party is at the very least misleading, if not borderlining on creepy. Was he trying to intentionally make you look like an ass, or what? Maybe that's the group's kink. They invite one person who is not aware of the mask thing, and they all get off seeing how embarrassed that person is. If he was trying to make him look like an ass, he would have given him a donkey mask. So that's it for the post, guys. Lots of stories here about people that don't fit in for one reason or another. Some of these stories are really hilarious to hear, and then some of them are just really rough. Have you guys ever experienced something similar? Have you ever felt like you didn't fit in at school, on a team, when you were out somewhere? What is your reaction to these stories? I'd love to hear what you have to say in the comments below. As always, thank you guys so much for watching and for listening. And if you like the video, leave a like or contribute to the conversation below. It really helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to hear more, see more, ask Reddit posts and other posts when they come out on the channel, please subscribe. Thank you so much for watching and for listening. Enjoying the podcast? An easy and effective way to support us is to simply subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find us at youtube.com slash redditreaders or click the link in the description box below. It would mean so much to us. As always, thank you for listening. Hey everyone, today's post comes to you from Ask Reddit, a subreddit where anyone can ask a question and the most interesting questions and answers get upvoted to the top. Today's post, Married Men of Reddit. What was that dumb thing you did during your dating phase that you can't believe your wife ended up overlooking? Turned her down when she suggested we go on a date. You should read this as, I'm super awkward. I was working for a Starbucks. She was a regular customer. I was new in town and noticed her a couple times. She was a regular customer and we got to some small talk, chatting about places to eat. She said there's an amazing taco place down the road. We should go sometime. I misheard her thinking she said, you should go sometime. I replied with, I'll definitely check it out. Handed her a drink and she left very awkwardly. She was back in the next day and against all odds, I was able to clear up the misunderstanding and I wrote my number on her Starbucks cup. We went to that taco place for our first date and she was right. It was amazing. Three years married and two kids later. Really glad she saw through my awkwardness. I forgot her name once when introducing her to a friend. This was maybe a month into our relationship. I was all like, hey, and by the way, this is uh, my girlfriend. I have ADD and every now and then my brain pulls a stunt like this. My mom was the same. As kids, we'd get called by the name of one of our dogs now and then. I thought it was hilarious. My sister, not so much. Not my story, but my parents. Some backstory. My dad has a brother who's only a couple years older. Growing up, they'd commonly try to steal food off each other's plates just to be buttholes to each other. This was remedied by plate guarding and defensive maneuvers with utensils if hands got too close. On my parents' first date, my mom reached for something to try off my dad's plate and he instinctively stabbed her hand with his fork, drew blood and everything. He was obviously mortified, glad my mom was crazy enough to keep dating, marry, and procreate with the fork stabber. Played Weird Al CDs non-stop for a six-hour car trip to the beach.
She didn't ditch me, but haven't been allowed to play Weird Al in her presence for the past 24 years. Got tickets to see him this year on our anniversary and knew better than to ask her to join me, so I took a couple of my kids that appreciate the finer things in life. Best anniversary gift ever. Great show. On my first date with my wife, we got to talking about tattoos. I have a rule that if I have an idea for a tattoo, I sit on it for a while to see if I really would still want it. I mentioned this to her and explained how glad I am that I do this because otherwise I'd be covered in Tool, the band, tattoos, or some other dumb shit. She rolled up her sleeve to show me that she had the lyrics to one of their songs tattooed across her arm. Edit. The lyrics are, All this pain is an illusion from Parabola. For the record, I don't really hate Tool. I just used to be super into them in high school and have since grown out of them. I still put them on once in a while. Second edit, my oldest brother unironically has a Creed tattoo on his leg. There's always somebody out there who has it worse than you. My husband kept calling me by the name of his previous girlfriend on our first date. I finally told him to give her a call because they clearly had unfinished business to talk about. He did, and she reminded him why he was happy to have her out of his life, and he never called me by her name again. Forty years later, and it seems to have worked out in my favor. I didn't really do it, but I thought he would be weirded out anyways. Very first time he stayed at my house, after about three hours of my two male roommates trying to make him uncomfortable, we went to bed and he put his contacts in two shot glasses of water because he had no case with him. I don't know if that's a dumb thing to do, I've never worn them. Maybe we were drinking and that seemed like a good idea? Anyways, he had never had a pet and was kind of weirded out by my cat standing beside him and yell meowing at him all night. Is that normal? Is he mad at me or something? Woke up the next day to find out the cat drank all the water from the shot glasses, contacts included. I had to help him home because he is seriously blind without them. He still wanted to see me again even though the night was weird and the cat became his best friend, despite some initial skepticism on both their parts. Edit. I just asked him why we put his contacts in water, and he said it was contact solution from one of my roommates who had contacts, but no spare case for him to borrow, so we used the shot glasses. Makes so much more sense. And Chucky was fine after drinking the solution, though we did call the vet. Totally forgot that part. I mean, it was 17 years ago. I can tell you for him. We were leaving his new apartment. Keep in mind, we've been dating for a short amount of time. We haven't been through a lot of firsts yet. His apartment was on the back of the building, so we had to walk through a small passage to get to the other side in order to leave. Imagine this passage is slightly shadowed, but the light shoots through it so it creates this romantic silhouette. As we left his apartment and walked into this passage area, he grabs my hand and pulls me towards himself. I'm thinking, aw, he's going to put my hand around his waist. How romantic. Locks my hand on his butt and loudly farts. It was a very brave move for a new couple. We've been married for 13 years now. On our second date, I arrived one hour late. When I went to greet her with a little hug, yep, that's how we greet people around here, I accidentally knocked her phone off her hand. It hit the ground and cracked the screen, but I wasn't sure if it was already cracked. I apologized, she said it was okay and that the screen was already like that before. Almost a year later, she confessed that I actually broke her phone that day. She had just gotten it from her mom. All phones she ever had were secondhand, very simple ones. 
and she couldn't afford a new one at the time, but still she lied and kept using the broken phone so I wouldn't feel bad. My heart sank. We've been married for two years now and I've given her a brand new flagship phone every year ever since. Wife here, but about three weeks into dating, my husband invited me to a house party at his best friend's place. We were playing beer pong, having fun. The other team is up, they toss the ball, I lean forward to try to block it, my now husband extends his hand out in front of me at the same time, catching the ball, but at the same time hitting me in the eye and somehow pulling out three quarters of my eyelashes. He felt terrible about it and tried to burn off his eyelashes in drunken sympathy. He hates when I bring it up, but I think it is the funniest story. We were taking a shower together and she was soaping up while I was under the hot water rinsing off and she slipped and instead of grabbing or helping her, I pulled away thinking for some reason that I'd already rinsed off and didn't want to get soapy. Thank God she caught herself on the shower curtain and didn't get hurt. She was uh, not happy. My explanation of my faulty thinking didn't help at all either. We laugh about it now, but it took some serious smoothing over at the time. Oh yeah, it's not like you were in the shower and can't just rinse again. Yep, she drove that point home. I did something along this line. We were taking a shower and hubby, boyfriend at the time, decided to have a tickle fight. Well, I hate being tickled, so I instinctively pushed back. This caused him to fall out of the shower and hit his back on the toilet. He ended up with a giant bruise on his back and I was bawling my eyes out because I thought I killed him and or our relationship. We have been together for seven years now, married for four, but I still don't live this one down. This is bringing back memories to the time I was play wrestling with an ex and I was trying to get free and thought, don't hit him in the stomach, he hates that. So I punched him in the dick? Why brain? Why? Half of the brain. Don't punch him in the stomach. Other half, he's being a dick. Punch him. Result, punch him in the dick. I made myself a burger for dinner before heading over to her place to hang out. Unfortunately, I'm not the best cook and left a little too much pink in that burger. While we were at her house, I bet her I could fit through the doggy door and crawled right through. Then she immediately closed it behind me and we raced to the front door. She won and she locked it. Now at this exact moment, my bowels decided they had enough of that burger from earlier and I felt my stomach cramp. Luckily I held it all in and ran back to the back door with my cheeks clenched and started knocking desperately on the door. She was laughing at first, but when she saw my face go suddenly serious and I said very calmly, I need you to open the door, now please. She unlocked the door and asked if I was okay. I told her to stay downstairs and turn the TV up loud. She agreed but was very confused. So I ran upstairs and then had one of the most violent shits of my whole life. I thought the worst was behind me until I went to wipe. And of course, no TP. She took my instructions really well and when I yelled to her, texted her, and called her, I got no answer. After probably like 10 missed calls, she finally answered and I asked her to bring me some TP and leave it outside the door and try not to breathe on the way upstairs. She was great about it and immediately started making fun of me when I came back downstairs. Now, quite a few years later, a couple kids and cat, she's still making fun of me. Little late to the party, but here's my story. When we had only been dating a month or so, my then boyfriend went to pick me up, I assume, and accidentally threw my head through the ceiling and gave me a concussion. 
He's six foot eight and just really misjudged the distance. I also had a hard time getting used to his height and very regularly need him in the balls for about two years while cuddling, so I think we're even. We've been together six years now and proud to say we haven't injured each other in about four. So that's it for the post, guys. Lots of hilarious stories here. What was your favorite story from these comments? Do you guys have any stories of stupid things you did early on in your relationships? If so, we'd love to hear about them in the comments below. As always, if you like the video, leave a like or a comment to contribute to that discussion down below. It always helps us out a lot. And if you'd like to hear more, see more, posts from Ask Reddit and other subreddits in the future, please subscribe. Thank you guys so much for watching and for listening.